welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. We are looking at God's plan for our lives is in his book. Please understand that the word of God is the divine mirror that reveals our true picture in Christ. If you must know who you are in Jesus, if you must know what redemption has made available for you, then you must search the scriptures. Bible says, search ye the scriptures, for in them ye find life. What you are looking for is written. May you discover it this season. I said, may you discover your portion this season. As the word is going this morning, for those who are on the line for healing, you will be receiving healing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible is also the creator's manual that shows us who we are. What we are and what we are worth and what we can do as individuals. You know, in Psalm 100 verse 3, Bible says, Know ye that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us and not ourselves. Praise the Lord. That shows you are not the one who creates yourself. God is the one who made you. And he has a purpose for making you. May that for purpose be realized and fulfilled. In the mighty name of the Lord. So who are you in redemption? What are you in redemption? What can you do by reason of your new status? Praise the Lord. What value is it that God has placed on you with which you must bless humanity? What is your ability and your potential in redemption? Praise the Lord. All of these are rooted in the scriptures. And until the book is open, what was written or what is written there can't be discovered. On this mountain of 21 days of prayer and fasting, it will be an error for somebody to fast and not open the book. Such destiny, after coming down, the destiny will still be closed. Because until the book is opened, life, destiny can't open up. I pray this season that grace will be released. I said grace will be released. And as you open the book, God will open your eyes to see what has been written concerning you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please understand that God's agenda for the redeemed is as contained in his word. That scripture says, we are not the one who made ourselves. You did not choose who your parents should be. That shows you came by design. You are planned for even before you came. Please, I want our consciousness of our new status to come alive so that we can begin to walk in it. So you need to understand that life is not a game. So don't play with your life. Early in the morning, if you walk down the, the street, you will see young guys, able guys, already drunk in the morning. Some once they enter, smelling all over the place. Life is not a game. Don't play with your life. And don't leave it to chance. If you will not work, things will not work. Be intentional. Be purposeful. Be purpose-driven. And be value-driven. That is how life can produce results. Life is to be lived by design and according to design. This is where fulfillment lies. When you see two men or two people, one says, I am fulfilled. The other one says, I'm not fulfilled. Then you should know that one is adding value somewhere and is leaving what heaven has packaged for him. The other perhaps has this, you know, discovered or he hasn't discovered, but he's not maximizing. 
I see God release grace upon us this season. May you be fulfilled by design in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, God speaking there, He said, Ever before you were formed, I planned you. You know, that King James Version says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. The implication is that before I even formed you, I planned you. You are a part of my design. I am not just sending you there to occupy space. I have a mission. I have an agenda for your life. Reason we said yesterday at the home cell that there is no one that is empty. If you are in God's agenda, so far God allows you to come. There is something inside of you with which you can add value to destiny. May you discover it. And these are the things that makes people to become assets instead of liabilities. He made you, he planned you, he was intentional about you, and he's still intentional about you. That shows you are not an accident. Is somebody saying this with me? I am not an accident. I am important in God's agenda. I am not a misfit. I am not useless. Now, if you look at that word useless, you know, when you tell somebody you are useless, you know, it's like an abuse. But if you, the real meaning is that you are useless, meaning that your life is not being maximized. If you have something that should accomplish 100, that thing is not giving you 20. It's not as if it's not, it's adding marginally. But yet, because it's not fulfilling the whole essence, it's useless. Something you are not maximizing, that's just you are using it less. Is somebody getting it? But that is not what God created you for. You are not created to be average. When you fulfill the mandate of heaven, you are maximizing life. Praise the Lord. And for you to do this begins with you having an insight into what he has packaged you to do so that you won't run another person's race. Praise the Lord. There is no misfit in this assembly this morning. Now, this alone, why am I saying this? So that we can begin to walk in that reality with our shoulders high. There are people, in spite of what they have laid their hands on, they still have that feeling of inferiority complex. Even in spite of what they have achieved. It's because they have not identified what they have in, have in store for them. You can't measure your success with another person's success because your, the agenda of heaven is different for individual. Praise the Lord. You can be here and be fulfilled. Papa is there. He is fulfilled. So if you are measuring your success with what he is doing, you may never achieve. Praise the Lord. Why? Because he has a purpose. He said, before you were formed, I planned you. And I know what I have ordained you for. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 said, Only I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. My plans for you is not that of evil, but of good. To give you a future and a hope. But no one can fulfill that future because God said it. You must discover it. Praise the Lord. And all of these are packaged in the scripture. Praise the Lord. So the understanding helps to destroy every feeling of inferiority. You know why? We are bought and we are washed with the same blood. The blood Jesus used to save you. It's not more qualitative than the one he used for me. So it's the same blood. That shows we have same heritage from scriptures, but on different platforms. May you locate your platform in the name of the Lord. So walk with the consciousness of your originality. He has a plan and a purpose for you. God's plan for you and I, they are packaged in his books. But the challenge is that most times to open the book and locate them became an issue. If you look at the scripture in Revelation, the Bible says, you know, we should rejoice because the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. The book and the seal, the seal has been lifted and the book has been opened. So it takes effort on our part to now begin to discover. Praise the Lord. So because he planned us and made us According to scriptures, you and I must live to fulfill the intention of him that made you. 
Bible speaking, Nosea chapter 4 verse 6. But my people perish for lack of knowledge, for ignorance. That scripture, we can paraphrase it and say, people are not fulfilling purpose because they don't know what they are made for. Praise the Lord. Imagine you just get an admission into the university and you know we have quite a handful of uh, what do all those year one courses. You keep following people. You are in business me. You heard that, okay, let's go to art, art theater. They are running a program. Say, for who? Say for uh, year one students. You follow them. It won't be long before you know that you have missed your way. Praise the Lord. Because the packaging are different. If you are to study physics, you know where to go for physics. If you are coming to business admin faculty to run the same course with them, whereas you are meant to be in physics class, time with her, you will know where you belong. Praise the Lord. So God's plan for me is available and accessible. But the opening of the book is what guarantees your access. Jesus, in Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 17, Bible speaking concerning him that he opened the book and he saw those things that were written concerning him. If Jesus himself could open the book, then who are we not to go and open the book? So that is where the responsibility begins from. Praise the Lord. Now, let us quickly unveil some of the plans of God for your life and for my life from the world. What is the purpose and the essence of redemption? Why will he share his blood for the remission of your sin and my sin? What do we stand to gain? Why did God save you? Why did God save me? Praise the Lord. Number one, please note that we are redeemed to be more than conquerors. Is somebody excited about that? I said, you are redeemed to be more than a conqueror. Somebody shout, hallelujah. We need to understand what this means. In Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 37. Let's quickly look at the scripture. The Bible says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are what? We are more than conqueror through him that loved us. Now, we are redeemed to be more than a conqueror. The implication of this scripture is that the moment you are born again, life situations are not meant to crush you down again. Praise the Lord. Meaning that in the midst of crisis, you will still be lifting up your heads. That is what it means to be more than a conqueror. If you look at that scripture, the question was that Paul was asking, what is it with the love of God, with this redemption package, what is it that can dissuade us? What is it that can make us give up? That shows by redemption you are now wired to begin to live above situations and circumstances. That when evil news come, what will be your response? Before Jesus came, the moment you hear or you were sent a message that is negative, you, cry, you, you, know, you fall down and start crying. But this season, because your status has been changed, you've been given a new name. When evil tidings even come, in there you glory. Because an eagle soars the most in the midst of storm. That shows the moment you have been born again, your life is being transformed from that of a chicken to, be, to that of an eagle. Praise the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord, we get their strength renewed. They that are redeemed, we get their strength renewed. They will begin to mount up with wings as eagle. 
They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. That shows there will be a transformation that will take place with the renewal of your strength. What is crushing others will no longer have the capacity to crush you. I'm speaking to somebody here this morning. I said, what is crushing others will no longer have the capacity to crush you. Paul said, nay, in all of these things, we are more than a conqueror. Through him that loved us. That shows the love of God that brought redemption has repackaged our status. That shall become somebody's experience. But it begins with the consciousness of your discovered status from the world. That shows if you will not open the world, you can't see what is written. If you will not go through the scriptures, you can't tell what your new status look like. Praise the Lord. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4, hear what the Bible says. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to do what? To triumph in Christ and make us manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. That shows the knowledge you discovered about your person in Christ is what will reposition you for triumphant living. So to be more than a conqueror means to begin to enjoy triumphant living in all circumstances. So Paul was giving him thanks for redemption. So because this is what, look at it, now thanks be to our God, which always causes us to triumph. That's just somebody will return from here. And your triumphing will be established in all situations. Your head will no longer be bowed to situations and circumstances. In the name of Jesus Christ. So to be redeemed is to be more than a conqueror. To be redeemed is to gain mastery over the issues and the affairs of life. And you are going through them. Like Papa will say, people are asking him, do you normally, have, do you have challenges at all? He said, maybe they came and I don't know. Praise the Lord. Then maybe they came and I don't know. That just he has been to be more than conqueror means to be fortified against challenges, to enjoy unusual and unrivaled immunity over the situation of life. This season, what is killing others in your neighborhood will no longer be able to tamper with your life. That's why the oil, that is the place of the oil this morning. A seal over your destiny that preserves your life and present, I mean, exempts you from all forms of calamity. Somebody will yet enjoy exemption in the name of Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 21, verse 15, Bible says, For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or resist. That's just to be more than conqueror means manifesting wisdom without resistance. People, when you talk, they listen to you. Job said in Job, in Job chapter 29 from verse 4 to 17. He said the time came in his life by reason of the discovery of the secrets from God. Perhaps he opened the book and God showed him, he granted him, he granted him access. And he began to enjoy. He said, when I speak, even the senators, they listen to me. This season, as you live from here, men will begin to listen to you. You will no longer take a no for an answer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. His plan for us is that we begin to enjoy that kind of a lifestyle that is without resistance. And that shall become our testimony. Number two, we are redeemed to enjoy health and wholeness. Reason I know that no sickness will survive in your body this season. And that is God's perfect will for us. He said, you are not the one who made yourself, I made you. So I planned you and I know how I have wired you. I have wired you to live a life that is void of sickness. Praise the Lord. But you know, God is a good God. is a good planner. In 3 John 2, he said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. 
if you look at that scripture, you discover that the degree to which you enjoy sound health is rooted in the degree to which your soul prospers. That shows for you to enjoy more health, then your soul must prosper more. And for your soul to prosper more, the scripture must be at your disposal. Because that is what prospers the souls and the destinies of men. So until you know what has been written concerning your health, you will still suffer shipwreck. That won't be your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. God, who is so gracious, also made provision that peradventure your health was attacked. He made a provision of healing. What a gracious God we serve. Somebody celebrating Jesus? So, healing, health, and wholeness is your entitlement as, a, as the redeemed of the Lord. It is not out of place for your body to be challenged. But we are made to understand that it is an aberration for you to be defeated. So, challenge may come to your health. But you have a license to confront it by reason of what you have discovered from scripture. If you have not made any discovery with respect to living a healthy life, then one will continue to suffer in the hands of the wicked ones. The Bible said concerning the devil that he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. John 10 10. So, Good health is part of life that Jesus promised us. Praise the Lord. So God's agenda is that our body is that we enjoy health. But this health, you will enjoy it to the proportion of, of the prosperity of your soul. In Matthew chapter 8 verse 16, Bible says, When the heaven was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirit with his word. With what? With his word. So as the word of God is coming your way, your health is enjoying restoration. I said as the word is coming, your health is enjoying restoration. Bible says, and he healed all that were sick. He healed them. So you can be part of the redeemed and still have health challenge. It is not an aberration. But if that health challenge remains, it shows that you have not discovered something. May you make that discovery that will cause you to enjoy sound health in the name of Jesus Christ. So don't leave your health, your body to chance. Bible says, haven't done all to stand. Stand. That's just there are things that must be done for you to enjoy sound health. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to 22. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. Bible says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from where? From thy eyes. Let your eyes be on them. Let them not be far from you. Keep them where? In the midst of your heart. Because out of them are the issues of your life. What gives strength to your body comes out of your heart. So, if there is nothing in your heart, your body will not enjoy any flow. Bible says, for they are life unto those that find them, and the health to what? To all their flesh, all their body. That's just the word of God that has the capacity to bring the healing you have long desired. I've said this severally. They told me I can't have children. It is not injection that brought children to me. It was the discovery made from scripture. Light came. Bible speaking in Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8. That and your light will burst forth suddenly. And this happens during seasons of waiting, prayer and fasting. That shows this month of January somebody's light will come. But it won't come until you search the scriptures. Praise the Lord. My son... Attend to my word. 
Isaiah says, then shall thy light break forth as the morning. And what will happen to your health? Your health shall spring forth speedily and thy righteousness shall go before thee. Now, if you are sick and you are a believer, people don't see you as righteous. Is somebody getting it? That whatever we dent your status as a believer, this is God will terminate it. I said, whatever we dent your status as a believer, the hand of God will terminate it this season. But when light break forth, light cannot break forth until you have engaged with scriptures. That is where you can get light. Praise the Lord. This season, may God open our eyes and grant us access. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So, have faith in God. And be conscious of his promises. Even as it relates to your health. Praise God. But there is no way you can enjoy sound health and wholeness as a believer. Until you have served the interests of God's kingdom. That is the number one requirement. For enjoying what? Health and wholeness servicing or serving the interests of the kingdom is what guarantees health and wholeness. So, service is key. There are quite a handful of kingdom service you can render that will help secure your destiny and secure your body. Praise the Lord. So, don't sit on the fence in Zion. It's an error. Don't sit on the fence. We are in Zion. It's an error. Don't be an onlooker in the kingdom. It's an error. The enemy is after souls. And God too is after souls. Praise the Lord. Only those who get engaged in souls have their souls preserved. If you will not engage, then God will disengage. For God not to disengage, keeping your body, then you must engage, following after what matters to him. We prayed here, was it on Friday? Oh Lord, let what matter to you matter to me. So that my life can matter to you. Your life will not matter to God, even though he package you, he wire you. Your life can't matter to him until what matters to him matters to you, to you too. And that is, these are souls. Kingdom service is the preserver of our physical body. Praise the Lord. So if you must enjoy, we have been redeemed. Quite alright. To enjoy health and wholeness. But yet, there are attendant responsibilities. There are things we must do to enjoy what has been done. For the provisions to be made available, you must keep engaging. Praise the Lord. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 26, Bible says, Thou shalt serve, and ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless thy bread and thy water. And what will happen? He said it. it, it you know, he take, take personal responsibility. He took personal responsibilities. He said, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. But I will not do this until you have done that. Until you have served me, I will not protect your body. Say, but when you serve, you are qualified to enjoy protection from all forms of infirmity. Please, don't sit on the fence in the kingdom. It's dangerous. There is something you can do. Every redeemed child of God has been packed to be an ambassador for Christ. It's not about title. But it's about responsibility. If you look at Second Chronicles, uh, sorry, Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen to twenty. Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen to twenty. Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. This is our new identity as believers. And said, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given us what the ministry. Of reconciliation. That shows every child of God is a minister. Because anyone working in the ministry is a minister. Have you? Praise the Lord. 
So we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. What are we to be doing? To we that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not in putting the, their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That shows this is what preserves destiny from decadence. That shows when we trust in the sequel. And this is what he positions us as, as ambassadors for Christ. Praise the Lord. We are agents of the kingdom. Ambassadors are agents. And over time, we've had Papa said, if you're an ambassador, you enjoy immunity. You enjoy immunity. You enjoy exemptions. Same thing applies here. If we must enjoy sound health, we must enjoy wholeness. Then we must be rightly positioned in the kingdom, serving the interests of the master. Praise the Lord. And one of those primary assignments is that we go about with the ministry of reconciliation, reaching out to souls. Praise the Lord. And this year, we have been saddled with the responsibility in this commission to bring one soul every month. In the, praise the Lord. Operation one winner, one soul every month. That shows for 12 months, we are liable to bring in how many? 12 souls. May your souls be found in the fold. I see God release grace upon us this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. In John 15, 16, said, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. So that you can go and bring souls. And at the same time, your soul must be established. For you to enjoy all of the privileges that I have in store. Praise the Lord. May we receive grace to fulfill this mandate in the mighty name of the Lord. No one here will die of sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's look at another plan that God has put in place for us via redemption. We are redeemed. To enjoy the reality of each free marriage. We are redeemed to enjoy the reality of each free marriage. Bible says, and the two shall become one. One will chase a thousand and two will chase ten thousand. I call this one holy synergy. Praise the Lord. So we had people with different mindsets concerning marriage. And over time, we've discovered that what some people are yearning to enter into, some that are there are looking for a way of escape. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why? Because they have not taken responsibility. Why? Because they don't have access to what is written. Why? Because they have not laid it up themselves to pay the price that is required to make it work. Now, for every kingdom blessing, Written in scriptures, I call them potential blessings. They don't come on people automatically. But everyone can enjoy them. But until we pay the price required. And what is this price? Taking responsibility. Praise the Lord. So as part of the privilege we have is that we are redeemed to enjoy the reality of each free marriage. What is this, this one saying? This one is saying is that God still has the capacity to put the solitary in families. That shows he has an agenda not to leave anyone unmarried. That shows whosoever has the desire to be married, such shall be confirmed this year. For those who are believing God, let their amen show it. Hallelujah. And for those who are already married, your marriage will not scatter this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says they go from strength to strength. That is the agenda for our homes. Each free marriage is a possibility, but not without taking responsibilities. Each free marriage is a possibility, but not without taking responsibilities. Grace is released for us this season to take responsibility. So we can enjoy each free marriage. Praise the Lord. Now the moment you begin to say marriage is designed 
for better or for then that person has prepared himself for failure already because that is not what god said in the scriptures is somebody getting it bible says one we chase a thousand and two we change i mean chase two i mean ten thousands the implication is that the coming together of one and two in scriptures has capacity to establish anyone's destiny praise the lord so we must understand why god institutes marriage because it is part of god's agenda for us to enjoy so any marriage can work if the parties involved will work any marriage can what can work if the parties involved will work let us quickly look at exodus i mean ephesians chapter 3 chapter 6 Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23 to 30. Ephesians 5, 23 to 30. Bible says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be subject to their own husbands in how many things? In everything, including money. Hallelujah. Husbands, love your wives. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So hot men to love their wives as their home bodies. He that loveth his wife does what? Loveth himself. So if you hate your wife, what are you doing? You hate yourself. If you don't care for your wife, what are you doing? Oh. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord deal for the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Praise the Lord. I think everything about marriage is consumed in this scripture. Praise the Lord. Husband, if you look at the commandment given to husband, if you look at Jesus, even after you have been redeemed, if you make or commit or hair in any way. You know, you have the delivery to go back to him. And every time you go back to him, he keeps accepting you. That shows the man must have a large heart to accept the errors and the fault of the wife. Praise the Lord. So, to, to, to that extent, God is telling us that the same way he, Jesus, loves the church, the husband should love the wife that way. Is there anybody in this church who doesn't have error? As you are seated here now. No mistake. Praise the Lord. But you know you can still cry about Father. You can still look up to heaven and God will still smile at you. God is saying we should do likewise to our wife. But for women, their own is simple. Praise the Lord. Submit in how many things? All things. If your husband is the gate man, you are the bank manager or you are the MD of a bank, you still submit to your husband. Because God has made him the head. Praise the Lord. But the bottom line is that you discover that both man and the woman, as individuals, they have responsibilities to play for the union to work. So there is nothing that cannot work in marriage if those involved will work at it. Praise the Lord. But the only thing there is that we must be ready to make allowances for errors. And we must be ready to accommodate. Praise the Lord. So what the Bible is telling us is that as part of our heritage in the kingdom, we are entitled to enjoy the reality of each free marriage. Praise the Lord. 
God is not saying challenges won't come. But he has told us what to do when challenges come. Praise the Lord. So, husband should stand in love with the spouse as Christ with the church. And wife must be able to reciprocate same via the platform of wisdom and understanding. Now, any home that is bereft of understanding, such home is bound to crash. Because until you have understanding, you can't know who your partner is. Understanding is the platform. Praise the Lord. Even for those that have been married for 30 years that are in our midst, they discover that even they are still evolving. You can still make new discoveries about your partner. And it keeps happening every day. So we must have that heart to accommodate whatever development that is coming. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So we must create allowance for one another and must be ready to accommodate errors and mistakes. Praise the Lord. Just the way Jesus did to the church and is still doing, husband are mandated to relate to their wife on that platform. There are quite a handful of things we may not touch because we have some other things to do. But for women, you know, we've had different experiences. You know, if I begin to call men here now, they have their own experiences. If I call women, they have their own challenges or issues. But in all, when wisdom is in place, our home cannot be displaced. It takes wisdom to make things work. You know why? The building process in every home is rooted in wisdom. Bible says true wisdom is a house built. And true understanding are the reins filled with precious things. Praise the Lord. So wisdom is a requirement for making things work. What is wisdom? Knowing what to do and what? And doing it. Knowing what not to do and not doing it. Praise the Lord. You know, when I got married, I know people want to hear one or two things. Hallelujah. You know, I vowed, I said, ah, I will never touch my wife. I will never slap my wife. You know, I've heard about men, you know, malhandling their wife and all the rest. But along the line, I kept that promise. But I was using my mouth to slap her. Hmm? I, if, if, I may not use my hand, but words are powerful. My wife was burning inside. One day, she told me, and she burst, and she said, these kinds of words kills me from within. And I discovered that even though I am not slapping, yet I am killing with my hot trances. You may be here this morning. Your words may not be, you may not be slapping, but yet you are killing. You are even kicking with your mouth. And anytime you do that, what you are doing is yourself you are killing. If I rubbish my wife outside, I won't be able to follow that same pathway because I've rubbished my life. That's the Bible says you must love your wife the way you love yourself. I was speaking with somebody yesterday and we were talking about empathy. What you want men do to you, do to others. If you want respect, give respect. Somebody say, I want a man that fear God. You, do you fear God? Do you fear God? My husband is not giving. You are you giving. Praise the Lord. Even though we know we need money to run romance. Is that also? Money is a requirement. That's why this season, God will bless us all. It will bless our husbands. It will bless our home. That is another issue in marriage. Forget sweet talk. When it comes to that matter, <laughs> I bet, see, I bet, let's talk. This thing, when is it coming? Praise the Lord. God will empower us. It will empower our homes. But what we are saying is that God has packaged for us what it takes to enjoy the reality of each free marriage. But we must be ready to pay the price. Do you know that openness, even in relationship, can save you of many things? Don't know. I hope my wife is not around. Praise the Lord. Okay. You know, I've been saying I'm a multi-billionaire. How many of you believe I'm a multi-billionaire? Even if I, you don't believe, I know it. 
I'm a multi-what? Billionaire. And my wife believed it. Very, he believed it so much. Praise the Lord. I just received a consultant. Send so-so amount. I can't reverse that word. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I say, is it, see, this woman doesn't know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, many times when men frown, it is money matter. <laughs> you just discover that I start speaking in tongue. Praise the Lord. The reason I said this, I think the secret is to be open. After I did what I need to do, I got home and I said, Sweetheart, please come. Instead of me too, Bonnie, and dying inside, even though I'm a millionaire, <laughs> let us know what is on ground. Praise the Lord. And now, all the apps, mobile apps of the bank on my phone, and I now begin to open one app. I said, see this one. Can you see the balance there? I said, ah, what about this one? I said, I saw. What about this one? I can see. I said, oh. You see, and I thought. She now confessed. And I thought, this thing, I said, it's there in the spirit. But it will start manifesting. And the moment that happened, do you know I have rest? We are restless because we are not open. In our unions. God will give us wisdom. Wisdom is a requirement. Do you know that you can't love and not give? Or should I share another one? Hope she hasn't come. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, on our birthday, you know, some of us used to forget. <laughs> but this one, I did not forget. I woke up as early as possible, the middle of the night. Or oh, is she peeping? <laughs> I started praying. Lay up. I spoke in tongue. I bless her. She said amen to all the prayers. You know, it's her birthday. But all through the day, I did not send anything. She didn't say a word. She doesn't talk much. With all the prayers. So me, I thought everything. Said, <laughs> Hallelujah. Should I continue? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I got home in the night. I didn't say a word because, and the truth was that I was so rich. I was, I said I was so rich. Let me tell you, you can't be so rich like that and still not be able to get something. Please, we should be mindful of these things. Though Bible says we should be aware of little little foxes that spoils the vine. Those little little things are what breaks the homes. I've had, I've seen a friend just because. On phone, say, okay, no, we will do this thing in Calabar. The wife said, no, let's do it in Lagos. That was what broke that relationship. God will give us understanding. He will give us wisdom. Praise the Lord. But the bottom line is that, let me not go deeper. The bottom line is that we need money to, to run romance. Now, no matter how small, we must be ready to appreciate one another in relationship. Praise the Lord. Mio, I still wash plates in the kitchen. Praise the Lord. There was a day my wife came. Sweetheart, I know. Please. Hey, the way you prepare that meal that day, I think we like it. I said, you are coming again with temptation. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They said, she now connived with the kids. The kids now said, Daddy, the way you made it, I think we like that one more than mommy's own. You know, to tempt me to help them prepare food. So I still did anyway. Praise the Lord. We give God praise. But what are we saying? God has made provision. But men must take responsibility. God has made provision. Men must leave their comfort zone to meet the conditions. There are conditions attached to every provision from scripture. Those, unless we are lazy, this season we may we not be lazy believers. We must be ready to open the book so as to see what was written. If you look at every scriptural blessing, there are attendant conditions attached to them. If you will diligently hacking then I will bless you. For you to enjoy the blessing, you must hack in and you must do. So we must be ready to do. Our homes will not, no, will not be broken. For those trusting God for their life partner, this year we have two weddings in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ. So I say the hand of God rests upon our homes in the mighty name of the Lord. So we must create the platform. We can make it work. Wisdom is available. With understanding, things will begin to work in our homes in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's look at this last one as we begin to shut down this morning. 
We are redeemed to be fruitful and not to be barren. Did somebody say amen? He said, there shall be no one called barren in my house. As good as our promises, but yet there are things we must do to enjoy what has been provided. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Psalm 128. Psalm 128, verse 1 to 5. Bible says, Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou shalt hit the labor of thy hands. Happy shall thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Somebody say amen. Now look at the next line. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by thy sides, by the side of thy table or thy house, and thy children like holy plants round about thy table. Praise the Lord. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed, that does what? That feareth the Lord, serving him. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy lives. Praise the Lord. Now, from this scripture, we discover that God has made provision for fruitfulness. And if you look at it from Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 or thereabout, talking about the place of dominion, said, Be fruitful and multiply. So that shows we have been wired up for fruitfulness from the beginning. Is somebody getting it now? There is nothing under heaven that can be packaged from hell to make us not to be fruitful. But are we rightly positioned for fruitfulness? It's another thing. But God has made it available for us that fruitfulness is your lot, is my lot. This one we read now, we discovered that fruitfulness came via kingdom service. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 5, verse 1 to 3, Bible says, Now will I sing. Okay, let's leave that scripture first. Praise the Lord. So we see that we have been packaged and wired to be fruitful from the beginning. Even though the devil came along the line to tamper with what had been planned. But Jesus came to restore what has been planned. That is why we, 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 have, we, we are liable to be fruitful. Let me use that word. Praise the Lord. We are mandated to be fruitful and not be buried. And one of those things that establishes the, our status as being fruitful is kingdom service. Praise the Lord. So being born again makes fruitfulness our birthright. And serving God's kingdom makes it as a reward. That's just the moment you are born again, you have been redeemed. It is your birthright to be fruitful. But when you are engaged in kingdom service, you enjoy fruitfulness as a reward. That's just on two platforms we have been ordained to be fruitful. There is no reason tenable under heaven to make us barren. Perhaps you are here this morning, you are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Your womb is declared open. I said that womb is declared open. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's look at Genesis chapter 18. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to 10. Praise the Lord. The Bible is speaking there concerning Abraham. And the Lord appeared unto him in the place of Mamre. And he sat in the tent, in the tent door, in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked and lo. Three men stood by him, and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself towards the ground, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts. 
after that ye shall after that ye shall pass on for therefore are ye come to your servant and they said so do as thou hast said look at verse 9 and 10 and they said unto him where is sarah thy wife and he said behold in the tent and he said i will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life and lo sarah thy wife shall have a son praise the lord you can see the platform for fruitfulness there it comes on the platform of service hospitality there are many things money will not do for you, but hospitality will do. They can open door. Giving is part of kingdom service. If you will not give, you are not qualified to carry baby. Praise the Lord. And on two occasions from scriptures, we have seen how hospitality opens the barren womb. And this will look at it. These people never came begging for anything. But Abraham felt they need something. Listen to me now. This season, it is in your meeting people's need that your need will be met. I told you from the beginning that this year, it is not a matter of certificate. It is not certificate that will bear you out this year. It is kingdom exercise. Until you have been positioned to meet other people's need, you will discover that things may still not work around you. But I see God release grace this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, hospitality is very key to fruitfulness. Also in 2 Kings chapter 8, I mean chapter 4 verse 8 to 7. We read about that Shunammite woman in that scripture. Same thing happened. Elisha was passing by. But the woman constrained him to eat bread. For those who are not prepared to make their bread available for others, they are not qualified to enjoy open visitation. Praise the Lord. He said, I will make all grace abound towards you. There is what we call the given grace. May, to, may we re receive it here in the name of the Lord. You see, anytime you bless people, you create the platform. The moment they, are part, they partook of that venison, you create the platform for them to release of the abundance they carry. There is a coin in any man, in every man's mouth. Praise the Lord. There are people who carry blessing. But what makes such blessing fall on you is your what? Hospitality. It's your hospitality. It's your hospitality. Praise the Lord. This season... As you begin to reach out to others, heaven begin to reach out to you. We have been redeemed to be fruitful and not be barren. But amongst other things that enhances our fruitfulness is our kingdom service. If you still look at that Exodus chapter 3, I mean 23 verse 25 to 26. The Bible says, Thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and shall bless thy bread and thy water. He will take away sickness from the midst of thee. Do you know that barrenness is a sickness? It's a sickness. God will take it away. And look at this. There shall nothing cast their young. That shows you will not suffer miscarriage. You are here this morning. That has been your bane. That siege is over now. I said the siege of miscarriage is over now. It will not come to pass in anyone's life here that you will bury your young. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say there shall nothing carry, I mean, cast their young. Nothing, not talking about human being alone. Everything that has to do with you. That's just your business will not be barren. Your fruit will not be barren. Your animals will not be barren. Your business will not be barren. In the name of Jesus Christ. But much more important, it says, not be barren in thy land. And the number of thy days, you will what? You will fulfill. There shall be no loss of life in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ. So please be positioned. Be well positioned for kingdom service. For you to enjoy fruitfulness. Praise the Lord. You see, as touching the matter of fruitfulness, I believe any mortal being has what it takes to bring forth. 
because I've had encounter with God on that platform and I know it works. It works. If you serve, you have leverage to go back to God and say, this is what your word says. Nothing shall be barren. You have two different platforms. Praise the Lord. As the redeemed, you are qualified for fruitfulness. And in the place of kingdom service, you are qualified to enjoy fruitfulness as your reward. I pray for every one member of this assembly, time to be barren, that your womb is declared upon in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Is somebody blessed this morning? This fourfold discovery of our status will move us to the next level. We are more than conquered by redemption. We have been packed to enjoy health and wholeness. We are meant to enjoy the reality of each free marriage. This each free marriage, please, for men, be open. Carry your wives along. I know why I'm saying this. My wife is here. There is no way I visit or I go that she doesn't know. If, I, if I'm leaving the house and I told her I'm going to Terminus, if event change, I will still let her know. I'm no more Terminus. I'm so, so pleased. You know, many destinies have been crushed through lack of straightforwardness. Lack of openness. You feel you are the head of the house and you can do anything, anyhow. That is why I can leverage on my openness to tell her that, okay, this is where I'm going. If she goes anywhere without telling me, I take offense. Because I have not lived it that way. If I come to church, I'm, I'm in church. Once I leave the church, she will know where I'm going. With that, destinies can be preserved. May you not be a casualty this season. Have you seen wife? They ask about their husbands. Ah, I don't know. I don't even know how he, his movement is an error. It's an error under heaven. That is why many, many today they uh, they have been kidnapped, and you can't tell where they are. No, because nobody can trace your movement. I was coming. Uh, I think maybe from. I was going to terminus. I was in the keke, and one guy there. I wouldn't know who he was speaking with. We are approaching uh, that east station roundabout. And I asked, hello, hello. I'm in back in Ladi. I'm in back in Ladi. I didn't say anything. He was sitting by my side. I'm in back in Ladi. Okay. If you die in east station, they will go and look for you back in Ladi. I now pick up my phone. I wasn't speaking to anybody. Anymore. I now put, I now, Hello? I'm at Hill Station Roundabout. I'm heading for Polo. I'll soon be there. He repented immediately. He now carried the phone again and said, I guess maybe the person called. Sorry, that time. Where are you now? I'm around the station. I said, okay. I didn't talk to you. I said, okay, your head correct now. Praise the Lord. Many of us are in the fold, but we are behaving as if, as if we don't know what we are doing. If there are accidents, may that not be our lot. Where will they go to to be looking for you? Some people, the first place they go to to look for them is the mortuary. No one here will be found in the mortuary. You can add color to your home. Let your wife know where you are going. Let him know what you are doing. Let her know what you, who you are dealing with. Some people have, they fell victim of evil. Your wife has the capacity to counsel you because they have the mind of God too. No, that, you know, sweetheart, I don't think this thing will work. Which day I asked my wife, I said, even though I've made my decision, I know, I know what I wanted to, I now asked that. I want, he said, ah, sweetheart, why not do it this way? Inside me, when I reasoned, I discovered that she was actually right. But you know, human ego, man ego, I had to swallow that ego. I did what she said, and it was on point. I had to call her back. I said, can you see? Thank God I listened to you. Now, with such, when she has something that will add value to you some other time, she will be able to say it. But if you keep shutting her down because you are the head of the house, may you not become detailed. Because by the time you begin to miss it, you will lose value. No one here is permitted to lose value. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our homes will not suffer shipwreck. In the name of the Lord. Father, we give you praise. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.